Hello, welcome to podcast number two. I'm Jay Cook. I am not an astrologer. I am the astrologer. Tonight uh, we will be wandering once more through my mind. Today I've been thinking about some very important things. And one thing that I'm going to be talking about tonight that's been on my mind today is how astrology and vocabulary are linked. That astrology gives us a vocabulary that's very, very important to our own self-development, to our own optimization of ourselves, to our own self-evolution. Tonight's podcast is about how astrology gives us vocabulary that helps us describe and control what was once indescribable and uncontrollable. So one more time. Astrology gives us vocabulary that helps us describe and control what was once indescribable and uncontrollable. You might be thinking, what the heck are you talking about, man? Well... I'll illustrate a few points using a few of the different signs and we'll discuss how astrology has been able to give me a a vocabulary, clearer definitions of words. It's not that these words weren't in my vocabulary, but once I was able to relate them to different signs, planets, houses of the zodiac, of the horoscope, then I was able to understand different facets of myself and how I should and should not express those things. So what was once indescribable, once, what was once just a feeling that I felt and knew was there but didn't, couldn't really fully describe and couldn't really control because I didn't really know where it started and where it ended. You see, astrology with 12 signs and 12 houses can also help us define boundaries And vocabulary helps us do the same thing. A word comes with a definition or definitions. And those definitions help us to understand ourselves and our environment and our feelings and our emotions and all the different facets of ourselves across many levels of existence. So you take... Scorpio, for instance, who has an innate ability to feel and sense when a value is right or wrong. Scorpio might get sick when its mind is focused on something that it no longer values, but it's trying to hold on to or still trying to work on developing. For a Scorpio, if it, if it no longer feels like it should rent this apartment, but it should buy that house... And it continues to focus on the growth and development of the apartment. It will start to feel sick and it won't know why. And this is because of an innate understanding that for Scorpio, its value is ever-changing to be able to let go of something. So you see how a sign and understanding that sign can give us a clue as to what we should and shouldn't do. And 
in the what might be bringing up these deep feelings. And when a Scorpio starts to feel sick over these things, I, being a Scorpio, understand this feeling very well. You have to be conscious that this is what's going on in order to switch that tunnel vision that a Scorpio innately has. So a Scorpio wants to focus on the task. If it's already made a commitment to the apartment, it might be very reluctant to switch gears. Even though its intent is not to stay in the apartment deep down. And so truthfully, it, it understands that that value is no longer serving the scorpion. But the scorpion seeks security and it holds on to the value long past, you know, that value's due date. And that value of the apartment may be representing security, something familiar, something that we know. Scorpio, as we might know, is really good at complete and total change in the face of adversity, it usually answers with complete and total change and transformation. Once Scorpio realizes that it's time to let go of something or someone, but back to the vocabulary side of all of this, if we look at Sagittarius and we understand that there are multiple things going on between Sagittarius and Pisces, Okay. A common underlying theme of them is that they both have a relationship with the unknown. They might not understand that, but right there we have our first vocabulary word, the unknown. Things that are not yet known. Both Sagittarius, ruled by Jupiter, and Pisces, co-ruled by Jupiter, have to deal with this unknown this relationship with the unknown. So just having that vocabulary helps us understand some of what we're dealing with here when we're talking about these two signs, but the way a Sagittarius has to confront the unknown and the way that a Pisces has to confront the unknown requires more definition, more understanding of the different signs. Sagittarius needs to confront the unknown because they, in, they have an intuition. An intuition that connects them with the truth because intuition is knowing beyond logic which connects them with the truth, the higher truth. And once they have that intuition, which is usually always 100% right if they're a true Sag or if their north node is in Sag, then they know that that's the path that they have to follow. The thing about knowing beyond logic is that you can't logically explain and describe how you know to take a certain action or to go in a certain direction or to make a certain career move or relationship move, etc. So a Sagittarius has to confront the unknown because it intuitively knows the truth deep inside, yet it has to use inductive reasoning and sort of work backwards from the correct answer, from the truth, from the inner knowing, and then the logic has to fill in around it as, score, as a Sagittarius makes a 100% commitment to that intuitive knowing, to that direction. 
But you see, Pisces is different because Pisces has a vision, a fantasy, a dream. Pisces has a creative vision, a fantasy that it's trying to manifest in reality. And it needs to stay connected to the vision. Pisces could plan things out. It might want to plan things out. At least maybe a a lower functioning Pisces. See, Sagittarius wants to logically explain the intuition. And Pisces wants to plan the vision. So we have planning. That's one word. We have vision. It is no longer correct for Pisces, especially a Pisces North Node, to plan on the way to the vision, to analyze all the details. Pisces' job is to stay connected to the vision and allow the unknown to fill in the steps that get them there. And then it's up to Sagittarius to fill in the logic that gets them there, but without trying to be logical and explain their logical reasoning to everybody. So it's an interplay. There's many similarities, but yet once we start to define the borders, it's like both signs have trouble dealing with the unknown. Both signs have a gift for it, and they have trouble doing it. Astrology provides a certain vocabulary that helps us understand the difference of what each sign might be going through. And those are just small snippets of what each sign might be going through. We didn't, you know, we haven't discussed it situationally or environmentally or in what areas of life. We were just discussing it based on the sign itself and the motivations in the gifts that it has. And we came across intuition and vision, the two things that Pisces and Sagittarius needs to stay connected to. And we came across planning and logic, the two things that Pisces and Sagittarius needs to detach from. Pisces wants to plan because it's nervous it won't get its vision. So I'd rather daydream. So it turns into a lot of daydreaming. And Sagittarius would rather spend its time explaining itself and maybe even debating with others, trying to manipulate others into seeing the truth that they see rather than just follow their intuition and allow the universe to organize around it. Before, they just had these feelings. And some feelings were intuitive and then they had thoughts which were logical and they it's tough to tell the difference between this and that and then there's this relationship with the unknown but we don't even realize we're having it because we haven't consciously called attention to it and given awareness to it you know vocabulary helps us through astrology, and and we can do this with all 12 signs when we start to distinguish different skill sets, different motivations, different abilities, different pitfalls for each of the signs. 
for each of the 12 signs. And then astrology has given us a gift because it allowed us to tap into that vocabulary to understand each sign in each house in each planet to associate certain words and definitions with them sometimes certain words and definitions applying to other to multiple signs or multiple houses or multiple planets but in different in different ways So you have Jupiter, which can represent values. You have Neptune, which can represent values. Same vocabulary word. Same meaning, but yet Jupiter represents conscious values. Neptune represents unconscious values. And then you get over to Venus, which is that creative intelligence we were talking about yesterday. And when we start to put all this together, we start to realize what we have with astrology. Well, one of the many, many things we have with astrology is an ability to categorize certain feelings that were once indescribable. We have an ability, we have certain vocabulary attached to each sign that will that allows us to elucidate what we feel, what we couldn't quite put our finger on, what we always knew was there and we had to kind of instinctually deal with it. And then we begin to pull everything and put everything together in a way that allows us not to mix everything into a mess. You know, you don't want to muddy the waters by confusing the unknown that Sagittarius has to deal with with the unknown that Pisces has to deal with. And moving forward in the future, it's good to keep this in mind. And that's one of my goals as an astrologer is to continuously expand my vocabulary and my understanding of different words and their associations with different planets, signs, and houses, and to understand how each sign and house should access the abilities that those words or, you know, avoid the pitfalls that those vocabulary words are describing. So once there is a painted picture, my job is to help my clients navigate that that road and of course to help myself develop more fully by using these tools that we get through astrology so this been episode two of uh not all who wander are lost i think that's what we're just going to call this podcast from now on and we'll be uh Wandering more tomorrow night, discussing some more stuff, see what's on the docket then. Fortunately, it all just comes to my mind on the day, so it will be a surprise, and everybody have a good night.